Hypocrisy's the best policy. Wish for change, but lazily. Century of debilitation. Your evolution is a damnation. You know what that music means. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5 Minute Major, and welcome to a special edition of HV Pucks. I'm proud to say this is the only independent outlet dedicated to covering the sport of hockey in our region. I've said it before you do not need a newspaper or cable TV subscription to access my content. It is 100% free and available on Google Play, iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. There's no question that women's hockey is on the rise. At the Winter Olympic Games, Team USA brought home the gold medal. Clarkson University won the NCAA title. The Metropolitan Riveters of the NWHL were the Isabel Cup champions. And locally, the uh, Hudson Valley Girls High School Ice Hockey Initiative is set to become a reality. Last season, HV Pucks also produced a seven-part series on being a female hockey player, featuring many local high school players, but I also had guests on from as far away as Canada and England. And by now, you know that one of the things I enjoy the most about hosting this podcast is when I get to sit down with players, coaches, parents, and fans to talk pucks. Over the summer, I had the opportunity to chat with Haley Lunny, Abby Ives, and Kelly McMorrow. All three of them call the Hudson Valley home and are continuing to play women's hockey at the collegiate level. Haley is at Providence College, Abby attends Quinnipiac University, and Kelly started at Nazareth College in the fall. So sit back, relax, and enjoy as HV Pucks presents Women's Collegiate Hockey. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, and I'm pleased to be joined by Haley Lunny. Haley is a sophomore forward for the Providence College Friars. She's from Bedford, New York. Uh, she and I first met at a Hockey Night in Katona uh, back in June at Evarts Rink. I'm prior to uh, attending Providence College. She played three seasons with the North American Hockey Academy Winterhawks. Uh, Haley, thanks again so much for coming on. How's it going? Of course, and it's going really well. All right, awesome. You're up at uh, school right now? Yes, I am. I'm taking two classes and just training with my team all summer. Nice, nice. Um, Let's get right into it. How old were you when you started skating, and who introduced you to the sport of hockey? Well, I was two years old when I started skating on those uh, double blades that attach to your sneakers. Okay. And uh, I was five years old when I actually started playing hockey. Nice. And um, my dad, he was the one who introduced me to the sport. Uh, he played at Holy Cross there all four years. So nice, nice. Does he also participate in? Um, does he do the hockey night in Katona as well? He does not. He skates on Wednesday nights with the Bedford Bears, which oh. I also skate with them as well. I see. Nice, nice. <laughs> it's still in the family. Um, yes, yes. What do you like most about playing hockey? I just I love the feeling that I get when the cold air. Is um, I wear bubbles, doesn't really go up against my face, but um, I just when I get on the ice, when I feel that cold air, it's just I'm in a whole other world. It's just my teammates and the game. It's not anything that's going off the ice. 
Um, and then kind of when I take my helmet off, I have to go back into reality again. But for me, it's just, it's a nice escape and I love it. It's more, but it's more than an escape. It's, um, it's how I've met my best friends. It's, uh, got me here to Providence college. It's, um, it's been with me my entire life. And I really do think that it's my, one of my main identities. So, so it's, I'm om- oh, sorry. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, 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 no. I just, I was just going to say how much I love it again. Uh, it's almost like time stands still. Yes, yeah. that's exactly what I describe it. Now, I'm going to confess to you, Haley, I've never played the sport. I cannot skate. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like Scott, yeah. I'm kind of like Scotty Bowman in that regard. But <laughs> right. it worked out okay for him. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I almost describe it as grace under pressure. I mean, yes. you're skating forward, backward. You're trying not to fall. You're trying not to get hit. You, you know, as a forward, you're certainly trying to score. You know, and right. you're skating on these very thin blades. And I just, mm-hmm. I love it. So, yes. you know, the energy, the passion, the excitement, that's what keeps me, you know, kind mm-hmm. of uh, around the sport. Um, what's your, and I don't want you to give away any state secrets here, certainly, yes. <laughs> um, you know, because who knows who's going to be listening to this. But what's your pregame routine um, mm-hmm. now that you're at uh, the college level? Right. Well, I usually play hockey sack with a few of my teammates before. We play with about five of us and we all have to touch the hockey sack. Uh, in the air, totally legitimate, before we can stop. And um, then after that, we do a whole team warm-up. Um, and then we kind of just sit in the stands and get mentally focused. And the moment the hour mark hits, an hour before puck drop, I put on Bob O'Reilly. Um, and then I go down, get all my dry stuff on. And uh, the moment the song is done, I get ready for the game, like dressed with my gear with the rest of my team. You know, I started playing, you know, I, I do, um, I'm an in-house DJ for a local team up here in Orange mm-hmm. County and play a lot of hip hop, which the kids love, but a right. lot of the parents are like, enough with the hip hop. So I started <laughs> going back to The Who, Aerosmith, yes. you know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And Baba O'Reilly is one of the songs I play yeah. when the kids come out. It's such a out. great, that's what the Rangers go out to. Right. That's where I got the idea. So I, it's such a great song to end on. Now, it definitely sets the tone. It's a great tune. Uh-huh. Um, and now this next question, you can take this from the days that you were playing high school, travel, or certainly now at the college level. Toughest rink to play in? For atmosphere, I would say Boston University. Okay. It was, we just played there this year. Um, and we had a pretty bad game there. And I do think it was because of the atmosphere. Their band was just brutal. They were chirping us the whole game and they were, they were really loud. And, uh, I think that BU knew it and they came, they came ready to play and we were not ready for that. But, um, atmosphere wise, definitely Boston university. You know, that's one of the things I do love about the college game. Um, my brother-in-law lives in Princeton. So once a year Uh I try to catch a Tigers game and when you've got, both bands and the student sections going can definitely add another layer to an already yes. electric atmosphere. Um, mm-hmm. All right. So, you know, talking about heading from Providence, let's say to Boston to play or, you know, some of these other schools, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a road trip? Well, I have this, um, one of my teammates got it for me. My sophomore year of high school, it's a pillow pet. It's Perry the platypus from that show on Disney. Oh, sure. And um, I bring it, everywhere with me it's really helpful for the long road trips but i even bring it on the short road trips like to be you nice it has to come All if right. it doesn't it's it's not going to be a good weekend yeah it's not going to and it's not going to end well for the friars if perry gets left in the door no yes <laughs> 
Um, from any level that you've played, Haley, is there an embarrassing on ice moment that you can share with us? Oh yes, my my first uh, tier one boys tryout. I was so excited, but extremely nervous. I've only played tier two boys my entire life, and I didn't know anyone I was trying out with. Um, and I was a little late because I was coming from lacrosse practice. And uh, I get on the ice, rush, and uh, I step on the ice. And the moment I do, I wipe out. I had a skate guard on. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> it, was, it was pretty bad. That was my first impression. So, yeah, that was. I don't think anything's ever beat that. Definitely embarrassing. And when I, you know, when I ask these questions of players at all different levels, invariably there's a skate guard story. Um, yes, oh, in always. Um, what's, uh, is there a challenge that you faced either on the ice or off the ice because you're a female hockey player, Haley? Well, one of the ones that, um, kind of a funny one, but the one of the biggest off ice challenges I faced, where to get dressed. Okay. I have, I played boys hockey majority of my career or not, not a majority, but younger career. And um, it's big. girls hockey has gotten so much bigger even now from when I started playing hockey. So there were no such things as girls' locker rooms. So I would literally have to – sometimes I'd have to go outside and get dressed in the car and then just bring my, my skates in. Hmm. Um, I've gotten dressed in countless bathrooms. Um, I've gotten dressed in janitor's closets. Um, cause no one just, no one really cared. It was just, uh, I would go to the rink or the Zamboni guy and they would just tell me, ah, just there's a, there's a room over there. Right. No one really just, it was just, just find somewhere to get dressed. So <laughs> I would say that was the toughest thing I definitely faced off the ice. Hmm. Um, when you first started out, what was the best advice you received related to playing hockey? Uh, and I, as I just said in my last question, it's changed a little bit, but I there wasn't many really good program girls hockey programs so um, a coach of mine told me to just stay with boys hockey for as long as I can now however I don't really think that's the case anymore I think that girls can go straight to girls hockey there's not that need to go to boys especially in our area right um, but that was the best advice that I received because if I didn't if I did go straight to girls hockey I don't know if I I'd be a different player. I might be where I am today, but I'd be a different player. All right. So on that note, I'm gonna I'm gonna just jump ahead a little bit. Uh, there is a there's an outfit in Section One that's looking to start an all girls hockey league. Um, you know, for at the high school level. Do you have any thoughts on that? I think that is a great idea, and I think it definitely needs to happen. I think that um, Section One should use states like Minnesota and Massachusetts as examples because they have incredible high school programs and girls get recruited straight girls get recruited to go to college straight from those high school programs. There's not even a need for them to play club hockey. And I also think that it would raise the awareness for women's hockey too, because these girls, they don't need to find another club team and they don't need to pay all this money. They can just play for their high school. Right. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, I know there's definitely a buzz. Um, stick taps out to, you know, everybody involved with the Hudson Valley High School okay. Girls Ice Hockey Association. You know, they've done a couple of benefit games. They've done a couple of clinics right. with the Connecticut Whale. So, you know, I'm hoping that this uh, this dream becomes a reality okay. for more and more young ladies, uh, certainly in our area. Um, have you ever been treated, and I, you kind of alluded to this in your question 
you know, when you were talking or your answer, excuse me, about the biggest challenges uh-huh. that you faced. But have you ever been treated differently as far as being chirped or being hit when you were playing boys hockey, either on the ice or off the ice because you're a girl? Yes, I was definitely, definitely chirped all the time. And even by one of my coaches, I didn't really think much of it at the time, but it was, again, my first tier one team, uh, boys team. And he literally called me the girl. I was the only girl on the team, and he didn't say my name. He only said my name once, and it was at the end of the season at the banquet. But the entire year, he called me the girl. Hmm. And now that I look back at it, I say, oh, that, that was kind of, it was a little kind of uncalled for. But um, it's, I got tripped all the time, and I say, I think that being called the girl is the ultimate that, I mean, that says everything. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that. And I'm hoping that for, you know, any of the younger players that are going to listen to this interview once it's released, I hope that that's not the case for them. Um, yes. I think that, you know, certainly the sport is growing. And I think the the women's Olympic hockey, uh, uh, Olympic championship certainly uh, will have a lot to do with growing the sport as well. Um, and again, having young ladies and role models such as yourself and uh, mm-hmm. Abby Ives, who uh, I had on earlier also, right. uh, certainly served to help grow the game. Um, do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey? Yes, uh, lacrosse. I love lacrosse. I, I feel like I'm not done with it. It came to such an abrupt end my junior year of high school, but um, I I love that sport. So I think I love it as much as hockey. I just have more passion for hockey. But um, if I could play that sport again, I would. I know, and there's a strong. I noticed that there's a strong hockey lacrosse connection. Certainly, when I yes. interview high school players or you know certainly players at the collegiate level, there certainly is yes. that connection. Um, favorite professional hockey player. Past or present? Hands down, Ryan Callahan. Ryan Callahan, who used to be the Caps and Rangers, sure. now plays for Tampa. He is my idol, favorite player, and he has been ever since he entered the NHL. You know, there were rumors I read somewhere that the Rangers were looking to possibly reacquire Callahan yeah. in some kind of deal so Tampa could get Eric Carlson. I'm personally not a fan of making deals to help another team get a player, right. but... You know, it would kind of be nice to see Callie back. Um, I think it was a real punch in the gut to a lot of Ranger fans um, when he was was traded for Martin St. Louis. And again, St. Louis did a great job for us on Broadway, too. Um, So I'm going to assume your favorite professional team is the Rangers. Yes, they are. And Tampa. I I have turned into a Tampa fan. Okay. Uh, Not just because of Ryan, but because of just... I love the team, but uh, Rangers for sure is my oh, favorite. Love it, love it. You know what? I do want to ask you a question about Hockey Night in Katona because I didn't get to ask you the night yes. that um, I, I met you at Evarts. You know, can you describe Hockey Night in Katona in like five words or less? <sighs> five words is a is tough, but um, I think just the competitiveness right. that they all bring. Um, it's they. They, they don't want every single player on that ice does not want to be scored on. Right. And they want to score on you. Right. And uh, it's just, there's never, they're also a lot of fun to play with. There's never a dull moment. And every night is, some nights, because I play on the Wednesday nights too, and uh, I've played on a few skates like that. And some, you have some nights where they're really good skates, and then some nights where they're, eh, but 
these skates are always consistent. You can always rely on them to just to just have a really good workout and skate, and they're just so much fun to play with. Yeah, I got I got a really positive, fun vibe from everybody. They welcomed me with open arms. Stu Hackle yeah. was great. Um, everybody that I spoke to that night was great. So uh, yeah. I, I'm looking forward to you know heading over there again on a Tuesday night just to just to check out the game and yeah. uh, you know just kind of connect with some of the players. All right, thank you again for taking the time. Of I have course. one more question for you. Um, any advice you can give? And again, you kind of touched on a little bit in one of your previous right. answers. But any advice you can give to younger girls who maybe just started playing or are thinking okay. about playing the sport of hockey? Right. Uh, I would say just to stick with it. I mean, it's so at that age, you can, if when you're younger and just starting out, if you're not the leading scorer on the team or you don't feel like you're the best player on the team, you think, oh, well, maybe hockey's not for me. But I really don't think that's the case. There's always a role for someone on a team. And I think that that needs to be stressed more, especially to younger players. And I think just staying with it, you're going to meet so many friends and these will be your friends for life. So I think that that's the best advice I have to give. I love it. Great answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've, I've been chatting with Haley Lunny. Haley is uh, going to be a sophomore uh, forward for the Providence College Friars. She's from the Hudson Valley. She's from Bedford, New York. We met um, back in June at uh, Evarts Rink for Hockey Night in Katona. Um, and uh, I really do appreciate you taking the time out uh, during your off-season training regimen to uh, spend a little bit of time with me, Haley. Oh, of course. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Take care. All right, bye. You too. Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Trav, and I'm pleased to be joined by Abby Ives. Abby is a junior goaltender for the Quinnipiac University Bobcats. Uh, Bedford. She hails from Bedford Hills, New York. Uh, she spent time in high school playing for Fox Lane and also for the New Jersey Colonials, and she's taken some time out to uh, join me on the podcast today. Thanks again, Abby. How's it going? Hey, Travis. Yeah, uh, thanks for having me. Uh, it's good. Uh, I'm excited to be on. Thank you. Thank you. It's my pleasure. Um, how old were you when you started skating and who introduced you to the sport of hockey? Um, I was probably four years old. Um, my dad, he's from Minnesota originally, and then he moved to New York where he met my mom. But uh, he, we lived on the top of a hill and at the bottom of the hill, there was uh, a lake at the Bedford Hills like town park. So when I was like four, he took me and my brother down and how to skate and everything and you know my brother is he like goes to he's pretty successful uh fashion designer now in london but he was never really took to sports but i kind of took to it right away so my dad you know he had us out on the pond and then shortly after he put me in an in-house league and you know the rest is history so (laughs) Uh, what do you like most about playing hockey um i would say as I've gotten older, what keeps me like wanting to play hockey every day is um, 
sort of more the competitive aspect, like being, being able to be like the best, like that's what drives me. But I'd say like when I'm just playing with my friends, um, I guess it's just like a cool sport, like a interesting display of athleticism, uh, skating and then stick handling and everything. So I'd say the most like fun I have just like pure fun is just like playing with my friends and like skating around, but definitely like competitive hockey what's fun about that for me is just trying to be the best I can be and being better than, you know, everybody else. And on that note, congratulations on being named the ECAC goalie of the week last year. I saw oh, that thank too. You. Um, yeah. What's your, and again, I don't want you to give away any state secrets, of course, being that you're a goaltender, but what's your pregame routine? Um, my pregame routine is definitely changed from high school. I mean, obviously high school, it's pretty laid back. I mean, I remember we would go to like Gerardo's and Mount Kisco and have like a bowl of pasta and then go to the game. But now it's, um, we get to the rink about five hours early. We have pregame meeting. Our coach just kind of goes over the game plan and then we have pregame meal. It's usually like chicken, rice, vegetables and that. And then we have about two hours of time to ourselves. I'll usually just start by going on my computer and watching uh, some hockey videos. I'll usually watch, like, if it's during season, I'll watch, like, highlights from the night before from the NHL just to kind of get my brain, like, thinking about hockey and seeing, like, the patterns of the game. And then I'll go do some hand-eye stuff with our strength and conditioning coach. Um, Then I'll just kind of go out to the ice and look around and just try to visualize some different things and just – get a feel for the ice and then uh we have team off ice warm-up where we'll just go through like a stretch and kind of dynamic warm-up and then i'll do some plyometrics on my own just like some jumping to get my legs going and um and then maybe some core stuff just to get like a little sweat and then um and then i'll just get dressed and then we have on ice warm-up so that's def- definitely uh, a much more rigorous pregame routine than your high yeah. school days, I would say. Um, <laughs> yeah. In your opinion, and again, you can take this from high school, from your travel days, or from your current college playing career, uh, what's the toughest rink to play in? Um, well, I'd say, I'd say back in like high school or just like youth hockey, it, the worst was like during like the coldest part of winter and you would have a game outside. Like I remember I played for the Westchester Vipers growing up mm-hmm. and um, we would, every once in a while we'd have a game at Greenwich, Greenwich skating club. And it's like all outside <laughs> and we'd get there. Our game would be like at 7am and it was oh. just freezing. So that was, that's like the worst just cause you're so cold. Like you're not even enjoying it. Um, and then college hockey, I'd say St. Lawrence rink, um, has been pretty tough. Like we were there for playoffs this year and I, there were like some of the student section had like looked up some stuff about me because oh. they were saying something about like Fox Lane and Bedford. I don't even remember, but I just heard right. that. And I just remember thinking that's, just, wow, I can't believe. So they were like, that was pretty rink, hard rink to play in. And it's kind of, it always feels kind of dark in there. I mean, those rinks, are always harder for me where I feel like the lighting's kind of off. So okay. I definitely say that rink and it's also in the middle of nowhere. So yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah. All right. So, you know, when you go on these road trips, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you? Um, I'd say my laptop just because like I said, it's part of my pro- pregame routine is to like watch 
hockey and I guess I'd feel kind of lost if I didn't have like my laptop with me and also my headphones I remember there was like we were going on like a seven hour road trip and I like one one hour in I realized I didn't have my headphones with me so it can get pretty boring just sitting there so absolutely Um, biggest actually your most embarrassing on ice moment and again this could be from any level Abby it could be from your high school days playing for the Colonials or certainly playing for the Bobcats. Is there an embarrassing on ice moment that you can share with us? I'd say, I'd say from high school, my senior year, we had a good year and we won our first playoff game. It was like the first playoff game we'd won in a while. And then we played Brewster in the second round. And like, I remember getting, getting out there and like, I'd never seen Brewster ice arena. So like packed, like I never played a game with that many people. And I was sure. just like, I think that was my worst like choke ever. I was, they scored like three goals right away, and we ended like seven to something. But I'd say that was just that was my last game. So it was, and like the whole school was there. So I guess that's when you when you choke in front of the whole school in high school, it's always pretty embarrassing and like mm. like that. So well, you certainly you know taken off from that, and uh, you're you're doing big things at uh, Quinnipiac. Um, yeah, thank you. Biggest challenge you faced either on the ice or off the ice for being a female hockey player? Um, I would say just not getting the same type of, like, just not me, not just me individually, just, like, girls as a whole don't get the same opportunities that boys get. I know that. So, like, so I'm a D1 um, goalie. So if, say I was a boy D1 goalie, I probably would have been playing in the USHL at, by the time I was like 15, 16 and that's, you know, you're on the ice every, it's like, it's basically pro hockey, junior hockey at this level. Um, and just as a, you probably play USHL for a few years and then you go to, um, you go to college hockey, but you know, you don't have to pay to play. You're getting great competition. You're getting great coaching everything. And then to contrast as a girl going to play D1, I played high school all four years and I had to, pay to play travel all up until my senior year. Like you always have to pay to play and it's, you're playing two games a week, two practices a week. So it's a lot different. So I'd say that's just tough. That's probably why girls hockey isn't at as high level as boys hockey, because, you know, we're not developed the same. We don't, there's just less money in girls hockey. So we don't get the same opportunities. And another thing would be like, I would love to maybe even play for the, like, the boys have a, the NTDP, the right. National Development Program. Right. And, you know, that takes a lot of money, but they develop great hockey players. You know, they develop all these NHL guys, but there's no there's no program like that for girls. So I would just say not getting the same opportunities um, to play high levels. Well, hopefully, you know, you and, and others that are going to come after you can change that. Uh, there's a, yeah. there's an organization out of Section 1 that is looking to start an all-girls hockey league um, for some of the reasons that you just mentioned. What are your thoughts on that? Um, I actually, I thought about this a lot, and I don't know, I don't think that would be the best idea just because um, I feel like if you put all the girls into one league because that's what they're kind of doing with travel hockey. Like I grew up playing boys travel hockey. Right. And I think that's gave me an edge over other girls that were playing all girls because when you mix it with the girls and boys, 
you're all getting the same coaching and you're all pushing each other the same. So there's, I feel like there's less inequality then, Mm -hmm. but when you separate them, the girls are getting different coaching, maybe not even as good coaching and it's, they're not getting pushed by the boys. So, um, I think that that wouldn't help girls hockey get better, even though it seems like a good idea. I don't think that would really help the girls. I think the best thing for girls is to be mixed with the boys because then they can get pushed to that higher level and then it becomes more equal. I mean, uh, during the regular season, I did a seven-part series on being a female hockey player, um, and a lot of the girls that I spoke to kind of felt the same way. So, you know, there's pros and cons. I certainly... um, want to celebrate and acknowledge everybody, you know, and all the hard work that they're putting into growing the girls game. But I certainly think, you know, you need to look at it from all different perspectives. Um, when you first started out, Abby, what was the best advice you received related to playing hockey? Um, I guess I would say my parents and especially my dad was most involved in me playing hockey and, he was really supportive of anything I wanted to do. So I think that was the best thing. Like I wanted to play on the, I wanted to try out for the boys team. And it wasn't like my dad said, Oh, I think you should just go to the girls team. He always encouraged it. And, um, just made it clear that I could do anything I wanted. So I'd say that was the, you know, best advice I got. And then I think as I got older, something that really stuck with me from my goalie coach was, um, my goalie coach, Matt Voidy, when I was starting to get into high school and playing with boys, he just said to me that like we were playing and I was on the ice and he said, you need to, you can wait longer. So I think that's a big part of playing goalie is people don't realize it's really all about patience. You know, they shoot when people shoot harder, you think you have to like react so fast, but it's really the more time you wait and like gain information about the shot, the more likely you are to save it. So he introduced that to me when I was like starting high school. He was like, you just need to, you can wait, just test yourself, see how long you can wait. So that's something that's really stuck with me. And that's definitely a cue that I even tell myself today is just like, be patient, like wait longer. So good. That's good stuff. Um, Have you ever been treated differently? And this again, might go back more to your high school days when you were playing with the boys back then, were you ever treated differently, either chirped or hit on the ice or off the ice because you're a girl? You know what? I actually, I don't think I've ever experienced any discrimination playing boys hockey. Um, Because I played from a young age, like when I was seven years old, that's when I started uh, boys hockey. And I played for, um, till Bantams. And then I started high school hockey right away. And for that time, like I was always treated really well. I know like the Westchester Vipers, they always put me on their top team. Uh, spring hockey like Eric Nate always put me on the top team like there was it was always like if I could play they weren't gonna that's what they valued they weren't gonna uh, think about my gender or anything and then obviously when I played high school hockey it was the same thing I mean I didn't start my freshman year but we had the senior goalie was amazing like so um, and then I played all th- three other years None of my coaches ever really cared that I was a girl. They were always really supportive. And then section one, like Mike uh, Doherty, um, he always covered me. And I feel like I was always treated really, really well. So I'm pretty lucky. Even now I skate with a lot of like college guys and pro guys. And they're always 
really nice to me and um, never discriminated against me. So I've been pretty fortunate. I'm I'm very glad to hear that. You know that that hasn't always been the case. You know when I've spoken yeah. to um, you know female hockey players, particularly older female hockey players. A um, couple more questions for you, Abby, before I let you go. Fa- do you have a favorite sport to play besides hockey? Um, I would say probably basketball. Um, we at Quinnipiac, our rink is on York Hill, and they have men's, women's hockey, men's, women's basketball up there. It's a really nice facility, so we end up being really good friends with the basketball team, and they'll let us like go out on their court sometimes. So, and I also played basketball growing up in Bedford, so I'd say, um, and that's probably the sport I watch the most besides hockey. So I, I've always liked basketball. Okay, um, yeah. three more questions. Favorite professional hockey player, past or present? Um, I'd have to say, well, my favorite goalie would be John Gibson, the okay. Anaheim Ducks. I sure. really liked him when he was playing juniors and playing in the World Juniors, so I followed him since then. And then I think Connor McDavid's just a really good player, so he's fun to watch too. Okay. Um, favorite professional hockey team, if you have one? Um, I guess I'd have to say the Rangers, Okay. just from how I grew up sure. and my mom. My mom's born in the Bronx and lived in New York her whole life, so she her she was like a Yankees fan, Rangers fan. So. Right, and but, you know, um, and Westchester County is pretty much a heavy you know Ranger. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, so they practice there. A lot of guys how, live there. So. Yeah, just from how I was raised, I have to say Rangers. Okay. Final question, Abby, and again, thank you so much for taking the time out. Any advice? Is there any advice you can give to younger girls? who are going to listen to this uh, that are either just picking up the sport now or, or you know, are, are thinking about picking up the sport? I would say if you're a young girl playing hockey, to try to not follow the patterns that have been set out for girls hockey player. Instead, try to find your own pattern that challenges you the most because that's kind of what I did. Like when I was going into my freshman year, there was a lot of people saying I should go to prep school, like playing the New England girls prep school because I'd get recruited and everything. And But, you know, I went to watch a game and I just didn't think it was like a very high level of hockey. And I remember I remember having like this is my freshman year of high school. I had a Fox Lane game and then I went to go watch this prep school game. And I was like, well, I think the public league is is better than this prep school league, even though it's not supposed to be. So I would just say, so I stayed at Fox Lane and a lot of people were like questioning that decision, but I think I was, that's where I was challenged the most. Right. It just felt, Um, it just felt right for you. Yeah. 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 So I would say, just try to challenge yourself and don't, I wouldn't worry about going to the place where you're going to get recruited most. I would say, just go to the place that's going to make you the best hockey player and the rest will take care of your itself. Right. Just kind of do what feels right for you. Yeah, definitely. Excellent advice. What a great way to end the interview. I've been chatting with Abby Ives. Abby is going to be a junior at Quinnipiac. She's a goaltender for the Bobcats. Uh, She hails again from Bedford Hills, New York. Uh, She played high school hockey at Fox Lane, and she also played some travel for the New Jersey Colonials. Kind of went like, and you alluded to this earlier, Abby, kind of went a little bit of a different route, but you still wound up playing for a top Division I program. And um, I do hope to get up there uh, to Quinnipiac and, and check out a game and see you in between the pipes. Yeah, definitely. No, that'd be great. All right. Hey, thanks so much again. Yeah, thank you. Take care. Right, you too.
what's going on everybody? It's your boy Trav, aka 5-Minute Major, and I'm pleased to be joined by Kelly McMorrow. Kelly hails from Ossining, New York. She was a three-sport athlete while at the Harvey School, uh, soccer, hockey, and lacrosse. Um, She played uh, hockey for the Westchester Wild. She was also a member of the Brewster Lady Bulldogs. And more importantly, she's going to continue playing the sport at Nazareth College. She's going to be a member of the Golden Flyers women's hockey team, which is just getting started this year. So you're getting in on the ground floor, Kelly. Thank you so much for taking the time to uh, chat with me today. Uh, thank you for having me. Very uh, excited to be here. Uh, it's my pleasure. Um, how old were you when you started skating, and who introduced you to the sport of hockey? Um, I was about 10 when I started playing ice hockey, but I started playing roller hockey um, when I was about four. Okay. My parents actually ran the roller hockey league in Osman. Nice. Uh, so I was at the roller hockey rink almost every night. Um and then my brother started playing ice hockey uh, when he switched schools. Um, and so that was about two years later, I went to his school and I started playing as well. All right. And I know this wasn't on the list of questions that I, um, that I asked you, I sent you ahead of time, but was it difficult to make the transition from roller to ice? Or do you think that experience kind of helped prepare you um, to make that jump? I think the experience was good for the jump because even though the rules are kind of different, uh, the basis is pretty much the same. Okay. Uh, but skating, it, it was hard to switch between the two. Uh, you had to get used to it because stopping, everything like that is different. There's different rules. But uh, I, I think it was beneficial to have both in my life. I know uh, I asked because I recently had Jamie Latassa on, so uh, I know you're familiar with Jamie and the work that he does, not just with the Lady Bulldogs, but certainly with Mayapak Roller Hockey and the New York Havoc, so that's why I wanted to throw that question in there. Um, This is going to sound like a silly question, but I ask it to all my interviewees. What do you like most about playing hockey? Um, I'd say it's the freedom I feel while playing. Uh, There's really no feeling like it. Like, the air when you're skating, uh, the adrenaline. There's like, there's really no feeling like the adrenaline to get while playing hockey. Um, and it's just the people I meet playing hockey. They're some of the best people I've met, and I just I'm so thankful for this sport. Yeah, it's if it's one thing that I've learned while covering this sport in the short amount of time I've been doing it is that, you know, the hockey community is really like a family, a very close-knit group. You know, I interview this person, they're like, well, I know this one, I played with that one, you know, so again, it's, it's and, you know, when I go to a packed barn on a Friday or a Saturday, I mean, there's nothing like it, the energy, the, you know, the electricity in the air. So I definitely get it, even though I didn't play the game. Now, I don't want you to give away too many, like, you know, secrets here, but do you have a pregame routine that you could share with us? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty superstitious. So I do everything pretty normal. I have my warm up with like stretching and everything. And then we go into the locker room, we listen to music and we get ready. But my specific uh, routine is pretty superstitious, so I have to have like a certain drink. I have to listen to certain music. Uh, I put on my equipment in a certain way, like left skate first, then right. So there's a, there's a lot of elements to my warm up. Okay, listen, thank you for letting us in a little bit into that. Um, 
toughest rink to play in, you know, and again, it could be from your Lady Bulldogs days or your days at Harvey. Um, what are you, in your opinion, the, the toughest rink to play in? Uh, I'd, I'd give my days at Harvey the win here. Uh, I'd say Murray's uh, just because we're at, playing at Harvey was a private school. So we, I, there weren't as many kids there. Um, so when we went to Murray's, it was always packed out with fans for the other team. Um, it was kind of outdoors, so it was always freezing. We had one game where it had to get canceled because the fog was so bad we couldn't see. You know, uh, so I'd say Murray's is kind of the one I've had the most experience of trouble with. Okay, you know, interestingly enough, that's the one rink in the area that I have not um been able to visit but i've heard from other players that a combination of the fans the fact that it's quasi outdoors makes it you know a tough place to play and i have to hand it to the folks at harvey that evarts rink is a is a top uh facility i was up there in june checking out hockey night in katona so um yeah i'm uh, very to have that rink What's uh, what's one thing you absolutely need to bring with you on a team road trip again, whether it was with the Lady Bulldogs or whether it was with, you know, uh, the Harvey School? Um, I think the most important part for both Harvey and Brewster was we both had this huge speaker that we had to bring on road trips. It was it, like if we forgot it for Brewster – Everyone was it was not in a good mood. Uh, the speaker is very important. Uh, yeah, you got to get the tunes going. You got to get everybody pumped up for sure. Yeah. Um, is there an embarrassing on ice moment that you can share with us? Um, <laughs> I think I've tried to block them all out. I've had quite a few. <laughs> um, that blue line always seems to trip me up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't think of a specific one now. That's okay. No worries. Um. Biggest challenge you faced, either on the ice or off the ice, for being a female hockey player? Yeah, um, I think there are always stereotypes uh, for girls playing sports, especially when uh, that girl's playing on a guy's team. Just with you being a girl, I don't know, you may not, they may not think of you as as strong or as talented. Um, So I think it takes a little extra effort to prove ourselves sometimes. but and it, it may be hard to fit in sometimes, but I've been very lucky to have teams I've had. Um, the guys have always been great, the coaches and the guys. Um, and I always felt supported, and um, I didn't really feel yeah. those stereotypes there. Oh, that's good to hear. You know, um, I had a chance to chat with Haley Lunny. I also had a chance to chat with Abby Ives in the past. And I'm going to put your interview together with theirs. And their feedback was very similar. Their experiences were very similar. And that's, again, very refreshing to hear that you haven't really had to face too much adversity, you know, being a, a female playing hockey. Um, when you first started out, Kelly, what was the best advice you received related to playing the game? Um, it wasn't exactly when I started out, but... The best advice I've probably gotten was from my Brewster coach, Lou Petitella. Yeah. Um, his advice was he always had this um, saying that change the channel, which is pretty much saying take it shift by shift. So if we would come off the ice after a terrible shift, um, uh, hockey players are usually very hard on themselves, especially me. Um, so I'd be 
pissed at myself and I'd let it affect my next shift. Um, so it was this saying was very important to me. He actually gave me a book uh, that talks all about it. And it's just that constant reminder in my head now, change the channel and forget about that shift and go on to the next one. Uh, and I've really taken that and uh, implemented it into my game. That's some great advice, and it's not only applicable certainly to hockey; it's applicable, you know, to uh, to other facets of your life too. You know, if you have yeah. a bad day, you know, you wake up the next day and let's, you know, let's uh, make a difference, uh, positive way. Um, to get back to, you know, again, possibly, you know, some adversity that maybe you faced. Have you ever been treated differently, either chirped or hit on the ice or off the ice, because of your gender? Um. With hitting, I think it's actually the opposite. I think I haven't been hit because I'm a girl. And Hmm. yes, I've gotten hit because in the end, you know, they're not just going to let you skate by with the puck. Sure. Um, But uh, there's kind of that unwritten rule of, like, hit a girl, you'll be hit. Right. Uh, So I haven't really... Hitting wasn't always a, a big factor, but I have been chirped directly at me because, like, using like my gender as part of the chirp um but i always took it kind of as a compliment that like they felt the need to chirp me um and you know the the fact that i got under the skin so much and like i was playing well enough that they felt the need to chirp me i always took it as a compliment absolutely you must be doing something right if they feel the need to you know to come at you that way um the hudson valley high school uh, i'm sorry the hudson valley girls high school ice hockey initiative began last year and it looks like it's actually going to take off Uh, i'm waiting for official word at the end of this month that we're going to be starting an all girls hockey league it looks like it's going to start out as a club thing with possibly four teams from the Hudson Valley. Um, what are your thoughts on, you know, creating, let's say, an all-girls league here locally? Uh, I think it's awesome. Um, I definitely think there's enough girls to do so, enough girls that are interested and have that passion for it. Um, and I think it would be a very competitive league. Um and I also think that more girls would actually be willing to play if there was a separate league because I know at Harvey uh me and Janos would always be trying to get other girls to play and it was the fact that it was an all like pretty much all guys team like it was just intimidating and a lot of girls wanted to play but wouldn't because of that so I think it would actually get a lot more interest possibly yeah Uh, I definitely agree with you I think you know kids need to see the end game or they need to be able to see you know what's next so um you know, I'm thrilled that it's uh, I'm thrilled that it's going to going to happen. They they gained a lot of traction last year. Did some free clinics. They have the NWHL involved with the Connecticut Whale. Um, they did a lot of uh, positive PR and fundraising. So I'm super excited to see that uh, that's coming to fruition. I kind of touched on this during the intro. Uh, what are your favorite sports to play besides hockey? Uh, yeah, soccer and lacrosse. Okay, I've been playing soccer since I was like four. And uh, being at college right now, I'm actually really missing it. Uh, I, I love playing soccer. And what made you, you know, want to be a goalie for, let's say, soccer and lacrosse? Um, soccer, I don't know. Since I started so early, I just love diving around. I love kind of being that last line of defense. Sure. Um, and then for lacrosse, 
pretty much Janos had been my coach for hockey and soccer, and he needed a goalie, and I was down. So <laughs> okay, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, Janos is a great guy. Um, he, he had, is. He had... I, I am so thankful for him. I have so much to thank him for. And I have to thank him for putting me in touch with you. Um, favorite professional hockey player, past or present, if you have one. Uh, I'd have to say Ryan McDonough from the New York Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean. He's, he seems to be settling in now, um, you know, down in Tampa. Uh, he might actually have an opportunity to win a Stanley Cup, but I certainly, yeah. I, had, I had a lot of respect for the Mack truck um, yeah. you know, when he was here patrolling the blue line. You know, some people were critical of him as a captain, um, but, you know, I don't, I don't see him as really being one of those vocal kind of captains, like, a, let's say, a Messier or, or some of these other guys, but I, I certainly think he led by example. Exactly, um, and, and that's kind of what... I, I was captain for soccer last year, and that's okay. kind of that was kind of what I was like, and I just respect that. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, is it safe to say the Rangers are your favorite professional hockey team as well? Yeah, that's right. Nice. <laughs> All right. Are you going to have any issues being up there in Nazareth rooting for the Rangers? Oh, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of Buffalo people here. We'll see. Yeah, and they are super passionate about their Sabres, but uh, it's, a great, it's a great, very hockey-friendly area, as I'm sure you know. Um, yeah. As we wrap up here, Kelly, um, any advice you can give to younger girls who are thinking about p- picking up the sport of hockey? Um, I just tell them, don't let your fears get in the way. Don't let fears of stereotypes or... Uh, like any of that get in the way because it's one of the biggest growing women's sports now. And I think if they actually gave it a shot, which most aren't willing to do, they'd see what a great culture and sport it is. Uh, Well said, you know, there is one more thing that uh, I want to mention and I saw it on the Nazareth uh, women's hockey team, Instagram account. I just want to get your thoughts on getting in on the ground floor, being somebody that's going to help, you know, establish women's hockey at Nazareth College. What are your thoughts? What are your feelings on that? Uh, Yeah, I'm very excited to be part of the inaugural team because I feel like we get to kind of set the ground rules, set what this team is going to be about. And um, one of the reasons I came here is the coach, me and the coach, and our philosophies are the exact same with how important the family culture is. Um, and how that, uh, how important that is to the game. Um, so I'm very excited to implement that into the culture here, and you know, kind of get off running and uh, start something great here. Well, you know, certainly best of luck to you and your teammates on your inaugural season. Uh, and I appreciate you coming on today, Kelly. I've been chatting with Kelly McMorrow uh, from Ossining, New York, here in the Hudson Valley. Again, three-sport athlete while at the Harvey School, soccer, hockey, and lacrosse. Um, She was a member of the Brewster Lady Bulldogs most recently the last few years. And uh, as she mentioned, and as I mentioned earlier, she's going to be part of the Nazareth College Golden Flyers women's hockey team, which is going to enjoy its inaugural season here, 2018-2019. Kelly, thanks again so much for coming on. Have a great rest of the day, and and I, I hope to see you at the rink sometime soon. Thank you so much. Have a great day. Uh, My pleasure. Take care. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this special edition of HV Pucks. And if there are topics you'd like me to address, please tweet me at TravJack71 as I do this podcast for you. 
My plan is to release one to two episodes per month until the local college hockey season starts, and then HV Pucks will return to its regular weekly format once the high school season begins in late November. And if you like the music you've heard throughout the show, be sure to check out the new full-length album, Out of Time, by Fracture, which is available on iTunes, Spotify, and SoundCloud. The new album maintains the same high level of energy as their debut 2015 EP, Broken Walls. You can also find them on Twitter at Fracture underscore band, on Instagram at Fracture Official, Fracture Band Official on Facebook, and www.fractureofficial.com on the web. My GoFundMe campaign is entitled HV Pucks Fund, and thanks to your generosity, I was able to establish a scholarship for graduating seniors in memory of Dick Kittle, who was a longtime off-ice official and fixture in the Mamaroneck sports community. Every donation, no matter how large or small, will help me maintain the scholarship while also providing the best independent hockey coverage possible. I'm also working on another local hockey initiative to benefit high school players from the Hudson Valley. So check out my GoFundMe campaign for more information and stay tuned for an announcement at some point in the near future. This is your boy Trav, a.k.a. 5-Minute Major, and I'll see you at the rink.